0: Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Welcome to our unofficial podcast for the FX series, The Americans. Um, I'm here with Mike and Mike. Mike from Tribal Rant, as usual, and Mike from West Coast Project. So welcome to Tribal Rant and West Coast Project. Hey, guys.
1: Hey. Uh, Hello, guys.
0: Hello. And tonight we're podcasting The Americans, Season 5, Episode 12. It's the penultimate episode, The World Council of Churches. It was directed by Nicole Castle. And the writers were Joe and Joe, Joe Fields and Joe Weisberg. Had an air date of May 23rd. So, what do you guys think about this episode?
2: Hmm. Um. Well, there was no S in this or V in this episode. There
0: was no S and no V. Still, this was the sixth week in a row with no S.
2: All the S and the V for the. Finale.
0: Yeah, I got some questions about that in just a minute. But did did y'all like the episode overall?
2: I, I I did. I thought I thought it was pretty interesting. It was it was pretty entertaining. There was certain parts that were just just really great when you know, Stan and Adderholt was confronted by the hockey player boyfriend. I thought that was priceless. I thought that was really great. Um, there was a couple of other other scenes where we find out you know why. Oleg was being investigated, you know, what the purpose of the investigation was. And um, I thought it was, you know, overall, it was, it was fairly cerebral. It wasn't, you know, action-packed. What do you think, Mike?
1: I was unimpressed with it. I thought there were some manufactured drama, dramatic scenes that were a little overly manufactured. And I still don't agree with Tim. They're talking to Tim, unless they have some long tail plan with him. I can't imagine why they want this guy's advice, why, why they would even let him get away to Buenos Aires. Um, I, I'm pretty negative on this one. I I, I started seeing these things, and that kind of put me in a negative mood. So, uh, mm. I, I, you know, it was hard for this episode to recover, I think, after I saw the very first scene with, with Tim in the church or the cemetery or whatever that was.
0: Yeah, I'm a little shocked that after all the criticism of this season, of course, they don't see that as it's, I mean, they see it, but they don't know what it is they're writing it. But I was a little shocked that after all the criticism that we're not seeing more so far. And I agree with you, Mike, about the, um, you know, lack of, uh, like the contrived kind of situations and stuff and the lack of, I mean, they're, they're now not going to be able to, pull this season out on a bang. You can't just do that in one episode. Not when you've had six or seven episodes out of the 10 episode series being so mundane. And I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but like on IMDb uh, they have like a little ticker that shows how people are rating the show and stuff like that. And it's just like in this nosedive. And I know that people want what they want, but and you can't always give everybody what they want, but I, I, I am surprised they're not going to be able to pull this out that I can see on any kind of real high note. Even if, even if episode 10 is a constant high note, does that make any sense? Am I making sense for that? Yeah,
1: Number, number 13, you mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, and they're inconsistent. Like they wipe out this, they make the poor guy and the, hang himself, fake hang himself. They make the robot warehouse lady get killed. They kill the husband of the Nazi, the innocent guy. And then they let Tim live. I I, I don't like it. I don't get that.
0: Yeah. I don't understand what's going on with that. And I don't understand why the center would be okay with that. And And they're
2: letting the ticking time bomb move to Buenos Aires. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. So have y'all heard anything or read anything about where they're going with the, with the end of this? Any, anything that's, you know, did you read any comments or anything, Mike? To I
1: know? didn't read what? anything, but I'm, I'm betting that they're not going to take those kids back to Russia. I cannot see, I mean, how do they wedge that square peg into a round hole? I can't see that working in any way possible at all.
2: No, me either. I you know, I don't think the whole thing's fair about wanting to take the kids. I mean, those, those kids, they're American kids. They've grown up, they're about you know, they're about ready to leave home. I mean, not I mean Henry as much as Paige, but she's
0: Well, Henry she's, maybe more than Paige.
2: She's getting yeah, well, he's gonna go away to boarding school, and then when he comes back, it'll be time for him to leave home. So to to just have their life take such a dramatic turn when they're just about to start their lives as young adults in America on their own is really kind of, uh, disturbing. So I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't like it.
0: Do y'all think they're going to be able to pull this season out? Do you think they're going to have any, any, is there any hope of this season ending on such a note that, that, you know, people are not terribly disappointed.
2: It's going to end next week. So we'll see. I think
1: it needs, um, uh... Dramatic death or two to really make. I mean, that sounds creepy, but something no, that really happens, not just talk and speculation and planning. That's dramatic. And, you know, I just hope they don't kill off the robot. That's
2: that's my thing. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: we need more S and V, man. I mean, God. I mean, come on, put some at least no, some V.
0: Listen, six the last six episodes, no S, and four out of the last six have had no V. And this is the Americans.
2: I know. Russian spies, directorate, S.
0: And it's not even that that stuff's so impressive to me. I mean, I don't care, but I understand the people who tune in for that kind of stuff. And I'm just really, really surprised. I tune
2: in for that kind of stuff. Well, there you go.
0: Well, we start off the episode with uh, Pastor Tim, Mike's from West Coast Project's favorite scene, where he's telling Paige that he's going to be leaving He got this um, job opportunity with the World Council of Churches in Buenos Aires, and he'll be running their interfaith mission. And the offer came from out of the blue, and Paige, she is not a poker player, we'll just say that. She's standing there staring at him going, "Uh, wow, Hmm. wow, because, of course, she knows why he got that. And then they do their little thing where she tells him that meeting them changed her life. And, of course, it did. And they're going to miss each other. But he's not leaving for two months. So he didn't know who's going to take over. But um, there was a lot in this, I thought, about – he says he's thinking about Claire Louise and the opportunities for her to see the world. I think we see a lot of that in this uh, episode. I started to say that earlier about the parents – doing big things making big choices that are impacting the kids so
1: yeah I'm but that little baby has no she won't care she didn't she's not leaving anything behind really she doesn't know what's going on she'll grow up learning english and spit would be good for a baby to do that i think but not a 19 year old or how a 16 year old no, right.
0: I, I agree with that. I'm just saying we see that with uh, Pastor Tim making decisions based on how much he cares about his kids. And we kind of see Philip and Elizabeth. And I think I agree with both of you that I don't know if they're making decisions based on what's in the best interest of their kids, which is kind of a big deal. And then, of course, we see Misha over there and the decisions that's been made and how it's left him. So and I don't know. I don't know, it's kind of a lot of that stuff. But Paige goes straight home and she tells her parents about Pastor Tim taking the job. And they say it's great and everything. And I don't know, they're just so weird in this episode. Did y'all notice that? They're like smiling funny and was it just me? Am I just reading something into it?
2: Who was smiling funny?
0: Uh Philip and Elizabeth the whole time. I mean, I know they're keeping something from Paige, but they were just it was just weird yeah page asked how exactly they got him the job and they talk about how the soviet union has worked hard for peace they have a lot of friends and organizations all over the world and as long as they fight for justice then they're all for it and then what y'all think about page removing that cross and just throwing it in the trash
2: drama queen she's a drama queen to the end isn't she just takes your cross off. I'm not a Christian anymore. Yeah, that it was, was all about. That Pastor was a little Tim.
1: inconsistent. She, yeah. she just because she's relieved of being able, having to fool Pastor Tim and his wife doesn't mean that she's not religious anymore. I wouldn't
2: think yeah. she was abandoning the Christian faith because Pastor Tim. It's just that's a ridiculous.
0: Well, I don't know if they were actually saying that. I think that she was just kind of forced to wear that to play her role with them. And she was glad to be taking that off. But I'm telling you, they were talking about the stuff happening with Pasha at the end. And I was really worried about that with Paige for just a minute. Not necessarily right there, but I just didn't like that, how you would just pull that off and just kind of discard it. I thought it was um, just one of the times where she was more like her mama than I've ever seen her in Mm. this episode. It's just like it was just a, a prop almost to her and I don't know if I'm saying that it was like her religion was a prop or if it's like you know that she had to wear that as I don't know but um Elizabeth gets it out of the trash and takes it to her and tells her she has to wear it until he's gone and she doesn't like that she does that exasperated page face and walks away and then we go into the intro and we come back and we're in blue Russia we're at the PGU headquarters, and this is where they are talking to You're Oleg. They're
2: interviewing Oleg, sure. Okay, are interrogating him. Well, this said a lot. I mean, this, this explained a lot. Now we know what they had on Oleg. They had put together his relationship with, what was her name, Tatiana? Tatiana. And figured out that Ta- they knew what Tatiana was working on. They assumed Tatiana had given the information about what she was working on. To oleg and Oleg had given it to Stan and that's how William got busted so they're trying to they're trying to put this together and get oleg to uh, to, to
0: isn't this a huge jump though i but mean it's exactly what happened I know it is, but i don't like that i don't like it when they're like they did this in Fargo Mike and I uh, podcast Fargo and they did this just last week in fargo they they Gloria somehow comes up with, like, the exact scenario of what happens.
2: Well, this makes sense, though, when you sit around and think about it for a long time. Okay,
0: long. but William's been there how long? He's been in the States for, what, 20-something years, and he gets caught, and suddenly they're going to pin that on somebody? Well, it's
2: just— It, it, it just it doesn't make any sense. It, it makes sense to me that a paranoid Russian— Investigative unit. Would,
0: but they got what they wanted out of him anyway. He was going to... home. They got the virus. They made the They weaponized it. They did their yeah, stuff with it. And they're to... still yeah, trying but he to. They got
2: arrested and they wanted to know what happened. How did William get blown? Where did we go wrong? But
0: then why wouldn't they talk to Tatiana, who it was her?
2: We don't know that they haven't.
0: Well,
1: yeah, they won World War II 40 years ago and they're still chasing down people from it. So they, they want to know what happened and they want to put them to the, put the pressure of the, the, the the law or whatever you would call it, the consequences on them.
2: Yeah. These people don't believe in loose ends, do they? Yeah.
0: Well, Oleg is very forthcoming and he always tells them just a little bit more, I think, than what they're even asking as if to, uh, you know, kind of let them know I don't have anything to hide, but of course we do know he has everything to hide and it happened exactly
2: yeah, he, he's the reason they called
0: him. They brought it
1: up. Stan was his friend, right? Right. I mean, he said it wasn't his friend, but Stan was clearly his friend. I would have called him friends. I would have,
2: too.
0: Yeah, but he could obviously couldn't say that.
2: Right, of course. I mean, he can't tell
0: them. Yeah, just between us.
2: Interrogators. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I think they were friends. I mean, and he did go to Stan because he felt like he could trust Stan and you know, look what that got him. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else about that scene? That was a lot of information. Was there anything else? Anything I missed on that that y'all?
2: No, I think that was the whole gist of it.
0: Okay. Then we go to that scene. I literally laughed. I love it when the show makes me laugh. I did too. We're standing at her hold or in the apartment waiting for Sophia and she walks in with Gennady. What do y'all think about that?
2: What is going on here? You know, and he seems so, uh, so believable and so teddy bearish and soft and easy to, you know. And of course, you know what they thought. They thought he was a dangle.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what a dangle is.
2: Well, good thing for you. I Okay,
0: well, we're not there. (laughs) It's good for me. But their faces when she come walking in with him was just it was just absolutely priceless.
2: I it was great.
0: But she is so sweet and so happy and she's like, We're getting married. You're my only American friends. She I mean,
2: considers the FBI agents who are working her friends.
0: Yeah. I know. That's
2: funny. She's a dingling. She's-, I mean, she's an absolute <laughs> dingling, yeah.
0: So she cannot understand. Then she really cannot have ever grasped the
2: no severity of her crime. No, <laughs> but they kind of allude to it that they do because you know hockey boy hits him up, tries to hit him up for more money. Yeah,
0: he's shaking him down, right there, couple hundred
2: bucks too. I mean, I mean, I would have at least went for double, wouldn't you, Mike? I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Like two hundred bucks. I two hundred. I think it's worth at least seven hundred dollars
1: and it's probably uh, he's probably offering stuff to do that would get him in big trouble if he he's like some sort of a courier that if he carried something or gave them something that's worth way more than what he's asking for in return his freedom more. his life
0: <laughs> yeah and hers and her maybe her sons but he even brings them like an autographed picture
2: of, of him and the hockey team.
0: Yeah. Everybody
2: on the 76 hockey team signed it. It's a national hockey team.
0: And he's bringing it for the FBI. Agent. Yeah,
2: he's bringing it to the FBI, trying to be their buddy. It's it's classic, uh, you know, infiltration by a double agent.
0: Right before he shakes them down.
1: That'll be right. on Stan's wall next episode. Wolf will be like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> I, I loved that scene.
1: Michael Rizzioni will not like this in the U.S. hockey team.
2: no
0: okay then we go to elizabeth uh telling claudia about pastor tim taking the job and he's leaving in two months and all that and then she says that they're thinking about ending their tour and claudia sits there for a minute and then she says she understands claudia is so understanding this this season
2: i don't trust claudia
1: i don't either i wrote those very words i don't trust her
0: She's found that when officers start to think seriously about it, it's usually time. It takes adults a couple years, but it takes the kids longer. And, um, I don't know. That was just, that was just this weird, a little too easy. Yeah. Didn't you think?
2: Yeah. And don't tell Henry. Why not? If we're, right. Everybody's <laughs> worried about Henry Pastor Tim, everybody. What, is, you know, what about Henry?
0: Yeah. Don't tell him until you're there.
2: Yeah, so you're getting off the plane. Oh, by the way, Henry,
1: we'll see a meeting with Claudia next episode, where she's talking to some officials back over the, on the phone or something, or in the residential about how the Jennings have to be eliminated. I don't think she Rating. buys into this. I don't think she's. I don't think she's uh, as kind as she appears here.
0: <laughs> no, um, going back and watching what was it, season two, when she had Elizabeth and Philip, or Elizabeth, I know, taken and. Like beaten and everything, or maybe it was Philip, I don't know. Because she didn't trust him.
2: Oh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? That was
0: her, and then and Elizabeth, Elizabeth ended kicked up her
2: butt. her ass, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, then we're back in Blue Russia, and this is where Oleg's walking into the colonel's office, and he tells him he got a call from the prosecutor who wants his statement on that girl, Rakova, the girl, the blonde headed girl that they first went to to get her to tell them Dimitri's name. So they're going way back now trying to find these little people. And Oleg says he didn't know that she'd been arrested, that they had given her the impression that if she co- cooperated, she'd be okay. And the colonel just kind of blows it off. And he says it's the prosecutor's call. If she wasn't doing much, she's, you she know, her...
2: the law tough crap.
0: Right. And if she didn't do much, her crime, her sentence will show that. Um... And then they start talking about Femina and how she's going to be getting serious charges, and that they're even going to go after her boss based on the stuff that Oleg and Russell and the interrogator brought, brought them. But Oleg says that Femina thinks she's not getting any time. And the guy, the colonel, definitely disagrees with that. And then Oleg asks about Dimitri. And the colonel says. Even Dimitri is going to get like 13 to 15 years. That's
2: rough. Yeah. All over some bananas.
0: So that was pretty bad. But then he goes back to this um, Rakova woman, and he says she's simply stuck in something. She's trying to put food on people's tables. So he is really kind of pleading her case, I guess, in the only way he can.
1: Yeah, he's trying to protect her, trying to help her.
0: Yeah, trying to do what they told her that they'd do. They showed us in the previously on scenes where they're telling her, just cooperate and you'll be okay. So Mm -hmm. then we go to the scene where Evganya and Elizabeth slash D are clipping coupons and talking, and the Pasha comes in and he's hurt. And he won't talk to his mom about it, of course. And now Elizabeth really lays it on pretty thick here, right, with her? She says um, the the fathers don't always know what's good for our boys and we have to tell them. And when Brad gets like that, she doesn't cry. She doesn't beg. She tells him how it's going to be. And he knows he has to listen to her because 99% of the time he does get his way. But Evganya says that, you know, it's just not going to happen with Alexi. The fact that he brought them here. He says Pasha's just got to deal with it, learn to deal with it.
2: Yeah, it's important for him to be right about that decision so he's not budging on it. Right. <clears throat> he's and, not going to reconsider.
0: And I think um, Elizabeth believed her Yeah. that he was not going to because she walked upstairs to check on Pasha and you could see Elizabeth's whole face just change. Yeah. Well, then Elizabeth walks into her Twan home and... He's um, reading the paper, and he's scornfully saying this country. And then he talks about somebody having beat up Pasha at school today, but she already knows. And then she goes into the whole thing that Alexei is not taking Pasha back home, and Evganya can't change his mind, and she's not going to go back without him, and they're going to have to rethink their whole plan on this. And then they get kind of... Personal. I don't know. I guess I always assumed Twan knew that they had kids and stuff, but he didn't. He asked if she had kids, and she says yes. And she says, you know, it's hard doing what they do. But then Tuan says they'll figure it out and figure out how to get Pasha's family where they need him.
2: Yeah, I think that the have kids thing would have come up yes. earlier. I don't think it would have been this long before they had that conversation. I agree with you.
1: There's a lot of evil Boy. just below the surface here, right? Just what they're doing to this poor Pasha kid. Elizabeth knows what they're doing. They're they're child abuse. They're t- psychologically hurting him. They're physically beating him up. You know, Phillip's having sex with the other guy's kid that's 16 or underage. They're pretty evil in what they're doing. Um, I And then just we'll, we'll get them there. But... Pasha, Tuan says he's going to teach Pasha how to fight. Like he's he should be a man. He should defend himself. I'll teach him how to fight when this is all over with.
2: It's, yeah,
1: it's like almost every any tool that they can find at their disposal they'll use, including child abuse and t- torture, and he's, even what Tuan's going to do later in the episode. It's really disturbing.
2: Yeah, anything goes. You're right.
0: Yeah, it really is, okay. and even even we're even seeing now what they. Will maybe do to their own children.
2: So yeah, just load them up one night yeah, and go to Moscow.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how I'm feeling about all this. Um, okay. Then we go to the scene where Stan's telling Wolf about uh, Gennady, and said that honestly, he sounded like the, uh, what the class they had on dangles at Quantico.
2: Yeah, a dangles a, a plant. A dangle is a is defined as a person sent by the intelligence agency of his or her own country who approaches an intelligence agency, a foreign intelligence agency, in the hope of being recruited as a spy so as to allow a double agent operation to begin for the purpose of intelligence collection or disinformation. It's somebody pretending to be available to you know be recruited who is just, trying to get recruited. Right. A dangle, as if, you know, dangling a character. But
0: he's like, not very good, if that's it, bait. right?
2: Well, if, well, no, if he's, if he he's not very good, but he, he may be so dim that he's not a dangle. He's just, he's just that way. But they're right that if he is a dangle, that means Sophia's already blown him and they already know about her because if they've already moved him in as a dangle, then they know about her. So, they don't know what to believe. They don't know what to think at this point. They're just, I guess, going to muddle through it and go forward. He's
1: more of a dingle than a dangle. <laughs> he's kind of a lunkhead hockey player, unless he's a really, really good dangle, because then he really does look like a dopey hockey player. Like, oh, we can we can use this guy for anything. He's an idiot. That may dangle be dangle. his genius. <laughs> but I think, he's, I think he's a dopey, lunkhead hockey player.
0: So his stupidity is his genius?
1: It's perfect, yeah. It's unwittingly he's a genius yeah yeah
0: well Adderholt says that if that he does not think that Sophia is a part of any of this uh you know underhanded kind of stuff and um I would definitely agree with that although who knows you know but I'm kind of worried about her at this point what do y'all think
1: She's harmless, but she's really stupid. So who knows what?
0: But doesn't stupid kind of make you harmful if you're that stupid probably. as to bring somebody in?
1: Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. It's probably something not good in store for her.
0: Well, then we go to the scene where Oleg watches. He's he walks past his mom, she's in the kitchen. He stands there and he watches her drying dishes, and. um You can tell Oleg really cares about his mom and stuff. He walks in there, and he asks her what it's like in the camp. And it was really cool. I thought that was pretty powerful how she stops wiping the dish, and she sits it down slowly and carefully and then turns to him. And, man, she just lays it on the line, doesn't she? She talks about the doctor there that liked her, and she slept with him whenever he wanted And uh, so she had food and shoes and a thick blanket and she's tearing up. And then she goes into the fact when you went to work for the KGB, your father was very proud, but I couldn't forget. Now, can you imagine that? I've never really thought of that.
2: I know. Yeah. She's telling him that it's always bothered me that you became a KGB agent. Did
1: she know before this scene that he that Oleg knew about her in the camp?
0: Yeah. Remember she told him just a few episodes ago, okay. she told, Oh, like, yeah, she sat down and told him about this. So she's the one who told him. So, um, so yeah, I, she I definitely think, knew that he knew.
1: I think she has the pants in this family. And I think, what do you think, Michelle, does Elizabeth have the pants in the Jennings family?
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Elizabeth has the pants in the Jennings family.
1: So, so Bethel. the other guy, the other Russian guy, Alexei. I guess he has the pants. Maybe I don't know. She, <laughs> he, she wishes he had the pants. Uh, is is there some sort of a theme here that she's she wishes he was stronger so he could make decisions and get you know get them back to Russia and stuff? But um, she she made it sound like that nobody had the pants in that family.
0: Who Evgenia? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of think Alexei is definitely the one r- ruling the roost over there. Not that she's necessarily complying with him, but he's definitely the one saying stay or go. But um.
1: But he doesn't even yeah. know that she's lost interest in him and lost respect for him, and or maybe he does know and doesn't care. He's just happy to be in America.
2: Yeah, he doesn't. He don't want to back down from his decision to bring his family over there. He it's important for him to be right on this. Well, I, I don't think he saying. can
0: back down. Tatiana is a big fat liar, right? She is a fathead liar. There is not okay that you've defected and then you can just say, "Oh my bad, I want to go back home." You know, right? Be okay. I mean, that's not right. Maybe for Evgania, because they want her back over there to use her. Right. But families can't do that, no. and and. would have to know that so maybe he's just making the best of it but it's almost like he's burying his head in the sand i think with what is really going on with his family because i mean here his wife is out running around on him and he doesn't know anything about that and um you know his son is going through all this and he just seems kind of clueless about it
1: I can't remember why I attached importance to this, but it seemed like this whole dad is dad is proud of you, but I couldn't forget when you joined the KGB, I couldn't forget what happened to me having been done to me by the KGB. Like she was really discouraged in what happened when Oleg joined the KGB and she's like she's kind of disenchanted with Igor, I think is Oleg's dad. Mm-hmm. I think she's really wearing the pants and she had to suffer for what he was and she's the strong one and he's not, he's just like enjoying the benefits of this position that he has. I don't know. I guess I was looking for a theme that maybe wasn't there in this episode, but it was like, who, who's in charge of each of these families. And in most cases, it's the female, it's the wife.
0: Well, I, I do think that you see a lot of strength In the women, be it good strength or not, and the women facing up to stuff, even down to Paige facing up to it, while Henry is just, you know, oblivious to everything. Of course, now, like with Pastor Tim and Alice, you see Alice kind of looked at as definitely the weaker person. I don't think it's necessarily in, you know, in all of them with Stan and uh, what was his wife's name?
1: What was his wife. name? Sandra, Barbie, Sandra. Barbie? Okay.
0: Yeah, she. Um, I don't know which one of them. You know, I mean. Well, but she, left. she she
1: took the action. She was unhappy, and she took the action. I'm thinking more of yeah. like like Paige's counterpart would be like a Pasha, like same age, pretty much same age. She may be a little older, but she's tough. Well, she's fighting. She's working on her skills in the garage while he's ready to go up in his room and cry and kill himself. I mean that the woman, the woman, the women, the females are stronger than the men. It seems like.
0: Why do you guys think Oleg asked his mom about what it was like in the camp? Do you think it was because I, I had a couple of different thoughts on it, that it it was either because he is thinking about this, uh, Rakovia, having to go into prison. So he's thinking about her and what might happen to her. Or do you think that he's worried about himself going to jail over everything? And so he's wondering what imprisonment there would be like, which I know, of course is different for a man and a woman, but why do y'all think he was asking his mom this? Cause it was kind of out of the blue. Yeah, when we had this scene.
2: Yeah, I, I got that too. I don't, I don't know why his sudden interest in this.
1: What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I would take it more of like, oh, I might have to go. I wonder what it's like. I don't think that was it. I think it's I think it's more of a what price did you really have to pay? I want to understand the full extent of what you had to pay for what father did. Um,
0: Maybe because he's thinking about the other woman that's going to have to go because yeah. of what he did or something. Okay. Yeah,
1: he wants to know everything about the system that he's now involved in where he's sending essentially sending people.
0: Yeah, that was a powerful scene to me. That was a really good scene. It was a quick scene. It didn't have a lot of information in it, I don't think, but I thought it was pretty powerful. Well, then we go to Philip and Elizabeth giving Pastor Tim a compass as a gift because they don't want him to get lost again, which was cute and sweet and all that. But my first thought was, there's a tracker in that <laughs> compass, and they're gonna hunt him down like a dog at some
2: point. Or a little bomb, something. Time release, yeah. Cyanide capsule, just to eat this when you get to Buenos Aires.
0: And then they start asking him what he thinks about them taking the kids back to Russia. And I was like, what the heck are they doing? What are they doing here?
1: Yeah, no way. This was bad. This was bad, bad, bad. What? What? They reveal, well, first about? of all, they reveal more info to him. They give him more power to have stuff to talk about. Like, you better get him quick because they're going to go back to Russia within the next near future. Um, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Unless there's some fantastic plot that's going to develop out of this that makes them look like geniuses. I don't know what the writers are doing here with Pastor Tim.
2: I don't either. I'm with you. No,
0: I mean, I even made a note. Do you really think they were asking his opinion or just playing him somehow? It just didn't make any sense to me why they would go to him in in this way. It was just crazy.
1: The only thing is they might be working him to instill some sort of false confidence. Like, oh, we trust you enough, Tim, that we'll even reveal that. We want you to give us advice on our own children, and we may be going. But they, but they really were thinking of going back. It wasn't a, a fake. And, and like I said, they kill other people just so that they won't have the ability to even give hints of their visits to their house or share information. And they're going to let this guy go halfway around the world and be free to talk to whoever he wants.
0: Oh, I know. I mean, you know, the poor moth guy <laughs> had never even seen him out of, out of uh, character. Yeah, And he got killed and Pastor Tim knows where they live and probably their social security number and everything else about them. It's just, it's insane to me,
1: but also Tim seems friendly to them, but we know what he wrote in that diary. And that was not the same person that would, you no, know, you, absolutely. you think somebody's abusing children, you don't be friendly to them. Maybe that's well, what they are right. after. Maybe they got what they wanted by seeing that.
0: Well, he tells them he thinks they're going to have trouble either way. You can't predict what a person's life will be, and you can't deny them the challenges that will shape them. I thought that was a really cool statement. So whatever went on, he had a couple of, like, really profound statements, I thought, in this. That was really, really cool because I know as a parent, we always want to save our children having any kind of trauma or, You know, and by that, just any kind of trauma, you know, and I thought that was a pretty cool thing to say. You can't deny them the challenges that will shape them.
2: Also, when he said he didn't know, he admitted, I don't know what to tell you here. I like that when somebody, when you ask somebody something and, you know, they're really under, you know, you really want an answer from them. And
0: they don't know. And
2: they really don't know. Yeah. And they tell you they don't know. That's the best kind of friend to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But having said that, all this is just very disingenuous because they know how he feels about him. He used the word monstrous. You know, I mean, we're not talking about this isn't like a real friend.
1: Yeah. This is Tim in Oleg mode revealing a little bit more than he has to to sound like he's very sincere. And, you know, it's hard for teenagers. You have to remember that when you go back to Russia. Just remember, he's like Oleg mode here. Um, He asked one very suspicious question. I think he asked if Henry knew about their spy status, right? And that is why would he want? What you know? What's the goal with that? That seemed a little ominous. That.
0: Well, what were you thinking?
1: Well, uh, either Henry. I mean, he's trying to get as much information about who knows what when he finally goes to the authorities or something. (laughs) I mean, why does he, what, and maybe he's just a concerned pastor too. I don't know. They've lost me with pastor Tim. I don't know what they're going to do with him.
0: Well, he asked if Paige knows that they're thinking about going back and they said that, that that she doesn't know yet, but they're going to talk to her soon. And, um, he says that the temptation to put off hard decisions becomes its own decision. And that was another just like I mean literally I'm writing this stuff down. I'm going to like put it on my wall and stuff. Seriously, because I love how much that says in one thing. So he's giving like this great advice, but he's not their advocate. No. So it's very confusing.
1: Yeah, even to that me. what if Tim What if Tim goes to Paige now and says, hey, you know, your folks are thinking about taking you back to Russia. What the hell? And then she goes and blows something up from that. I don't know
0: and then he made the best point of all the very best point and something i hadn't thought of in this whole thing because i've always thought okay if they decide to go home they'll go home they'll take their family home right but he says the transition for teenagers would be hard but in a few years it won't be theirs to make anymore
2: boy i know and that's that's the truth
0: it's a great point and but one that i wonder if earlier. they've even if the parents have even thought of though if they wait another couple of years just another literal year Year, year and a half it'd be very hard to get the kids to go back with them because they're going to have their own lives and their own entanglements and everything else and i mean it's already americans hard. i know yeah but i mean what if they're married you know i mean then it's like i don't know
1: so you're saying it, it's harder for them to, it's harder it'll be harder for them to go in a couple more years
2: to go back yeah oh yeah we'll talk with the kids
0: yeah, the kids, they won't have any authority over the kids. They'll have no way to get the kids there and like make them go and make them stay. Paige is, you know, we know she's at least 16, 16 and a half.
1: Yeah, but if so, they waited out for a couple more, you have a good point because it's just like going trying to move to another part of the country. If they waited out till they're out of high school and in college, then they could just go back. I mean, yeah, they're
0: but not. They don't want, I mean, it ain't like their kids could visit them.
1: I guess, I guess their kids could potentially be in trouble, though, too, by the authorities. If they go back, kids are left behind well,
2: as, sure. as young adults,
1: I'm, and then they're charged with some sort of, a, I don't know. A well,
0: compl- yeah, and I mean, they wouldn't be with their children. I mean, they'd mm-hmm. be like a world away. I mean Yeah, it,
1: but what's it, the, what's the, something's got to give somewhere in the selfish game here. You drag them back to a place they're going to hate, or you let them live in a place they're going to love, but you're apart from them.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, you're apart from them, and you are their only family. That's it.
1: still better to leave them in the U.S., I think.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but I just thought that was a great point that whatever decision they make, they don't have a lot of time to do it if they're planning to do it as far as taking their whole family with them.
1: And I hadn't thought about that. do you think Tim was maybe buying time, like— do it, do it quick. Maybe if he really does care. I, I can't believe he cares, though, when he wrote that in the diary. Yeah.
0: I think he cares about Paige. Yeah.
1: I do. But is he saying get, get, get a move on? If you're going to do it, do it quick so that it's easier now. And then take your kids to Russia and abuse them instead of abusing them here in Washington. I, I don't know. I just can't figure it out. It doesn't make sense.
0: No, I agree. That was just—it's—but it was more to think about than I had thought about previously. So, then we go to Philip and Elizabeth. They go back home, and Henry and Chris have surprised them with dinner: meatloaf, pasta salad, mashed potatoes and gravy, and asparagus. So we are carbing up for dinner tonight. Which, yeah, I'm
2: worried about that meatloaf. What about you?
0: Which I, I don't know, Chris. You know, this was the '80s. I think young people could cook, maybe. A little more.
2: Yeah, Chris has got that little preppy look going on. do you notice?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: very, very 80s. Is her name Crystal? Chris, short for Crystal. I wrote down Crystal. I thought I heard Crystal.
2: You got to say it like we say it down south, Crystal.
1: Crystal.
2: Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> Cr- yeah. Yes. This yeah, yeah. doesn't sound out right the California accent. I'm sorry, Crystal. Crystal. Crystal.
0: No, I didn't hear. Crystal, I just heard Chris, but I don't know.
2: Crystal, is the meatloaf ready yet? I don't know, Henry. Check it with the meat thermometer. Well, they're
0: not talking like that. I know. No. Um,
2: Making fun of our cousins.
0: I know. I know. Um, I just I just heard Chris. I guess it could be Chris, Kristen or anything. I don't know. Or, or Crystal. I don't know.
2: Or chrysanthemum.
0: <laughs> it could be. Yeah. That could be her name. Christmas. Chrissy. But, Yeah. But Christian? He, that's kind of a boy, isn't it? is not it
2: Christine, a, yeah. There you go. I know a girl named Bernie. She's a bounty hunter. She's a good one, too, boy. <laughs> she will kick your ass.
0: <laughs> uh, that, that turned south pretty quick. <laughs> but Henry's doing this because he's happy that they're being so cool about him going to St. Edward, Edward's. Now, pile on to them, okay? Because here they are, you know.
2: Planning on going to St. Edward's.
0: Yeah, not only is he probably not going to Saint Ed, Saint Edwards, but he's also probably going kicking and screaming back to, to Moscow. Yeah. Where there's
2: not even any bacon on the shows, and they give the him paid, permission to go. Yeah, <laughs> they've got his hopes up. I mean, you're right, man. This is torturous. They're 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 just. I mean, what they're doing to these kids psychologically? Yeah, you can go to Saint Andrews. Yeah, you're paid to learn how to fight. Oh, by the way, we're gonna. Mommy, and Daddy, are gonna take a trip here. Eat this little pill, when you wake up, we're gonna. It's going to be snowing. We're going to go to the North Pole. Ridiculous.
0: Well, Paige goes in there and says it's so good that you're letting Henry go and all this kind of stuff. And then they evidently look at her, and she's learning to, like, read their faces. She's like, what? (laughs) Because they're looking at her like, yeah, I don't know where Henry's going. Okay, now you guys are going to have to explain this one to me because I don't understand what's happening at all okay Misha is working in the factory it looked like a real fun cheery place to work it was blue but it was blue everything's blue but um, the fishbowl the blue fishbowl but a guy comes in and says someone's there to see him and it's Misha's brother so I mean Misha's father's brother so Philip's brother
1: yeah comes
0: in yeah and that's the end of that scene
1: I know that was weird Think, yeah, I, do you think it was really a, a brother of Philip?
0: Well, we know Philip had a brother, right? Remember when he was little and he was, uh, you know, they flashed back to him and his mom and dad, and his, there's a brother there. For some reason, I was thinking his brother had died. He
1: killed himself. Didn't Philip? His
0: brother killed himself.
1: Didn't Philip turn him away like I can't be your brother anymore? And he, am I thinking of a different show? <laughs> but didn't Philip turn him away and he, and he killed himself?
0: I don't remember that happening.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I might be but, thinking of a different show, an old 24 but or that something. Was Brady Bunch. No, not the Brady,
1: Brady
0: Bunch. Bunch. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay.
2: Peter told Greg something. And
0: no, stop that. Okay, so Paige is eating breakfast and saying that um, she slept through the night for the first time in forever. She's glad about Pastor Tim.
2: She's glad about, She's glad he's gone. Yeah, she is. I know, is. she just, just flipped quick, hadn't she?
0: Well, I mean, can you imagine? She hadn't wanted to have a lot to do with him this whole season, really, before that. But she's impressed with her parents that they were able to get this done. And this is where Philip says that they'd never do anything like that lightly. And, of course, he's meaning that he'd never take them back to Mother Russia lightly. But they're giving it a lot of thought. But that's not what he says to her. And then they go into where the name Jennings come from. And they talk about how they take someone who's died's name and they use that name because that person isn't using it. And so they go into all that. And... um Paige asked them. I thought that was pretty interesting. If they feel like this is their real name now, and they do, but they miss their old name.
2: Yeah. So that was. That was yeah. They're getting. I think they're socking themselves mm-hmm. out to go home.
0: What do What do you think about that, Mike? Anything? I
2: you any- don't like that either.
1: I, I mean, if you're gonna quit your job, do you tell your boss you're thinking about it? Hey, boss, I'm thinking about quitting. I'm just not that happy. Right? They're telling. Claudia, why not just wait till they're positively sure that they want to go back? Then tell her. Because she's just gonna use this somehow against them. Why reveal this to all these people, right? Just either do it or don't do it, but don't share it around that you're thinking about it. Um I don't know. I, I think it was kind of cool that Paige figured out their names and they had to take names from people that had died and so those so those people are dead. Like she's kind of impressed by that. And they they didn't really know very much about them, but it, it's interesting at what in, to me and in what interests Paige. Like, like do you do you think of your old name still, <laughs> or do you like your is this your real name? Do you really think of it as your real name? It's like stuff you wouldn't really think about, right? It's oh, it's just a spy using a different name. But it's interesting what the kids think about that.
0: I don't know. I think girls <clears throat> do that. Girls always want like. All the little weird details they think about stuff, no?
2: You guys realize that's how they used to get fake identities, right? Well,
0: yeah, we saw this with William. Remember, that's how they found William. That's how they found out who Oleg had told them about. But
2: no, this was a real thing. Like in the 80s when I met you, Randy and I were involved in this. You'd go and you'd find somebody that died that was about the same age. And... (laughs) And you, would, uh, you could get a birth certificate, social security card, everything made, driver's license. Once you had those documents, you go to a driver's license.
0: What are you talking about?
2: Well, that's, that's the way, you, in the 80s, you would get a fake identity. You'd find somebody that died that was your age, and you would...
0: Uh, I've never heard of that. Really? I mean, not Seriously? till this show, no.
2: Really? See, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I have heard about it.
1: I think he what he's eight. trying to say, Michelle, is this: Mike's name is really Dirk Shrimpman. He's, yeah, and he's, by the way, we're going to
2: Russia tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking the kids
1: with us. Yeah, if you go to Russia with the kids, do you tell them a week before, or do you just say, "Hey, hop in the car, we're going to the airport"? I guess that's my point. Like, why why tell Claudia way ahead of time, but not the kids way ahead of time? W-
2: well, I mean, you know, Claudia, she's got a dog in it. You know, she's just a handler.
0: Well, Claudia would have to set it up, I think. And, of course, the kids don't have to set it up.
2: Yeah, they just have to get on the, on the plane.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I stick with the job analogy. You say, I've decided I'm going back to Russia, Claudia. When can we be there? Not I'm thinking about it, set it up in a couple of years.
0: Do you think that's what they're talking about? I mean, that kind of stuff. And I was thinking about that too. If they do this, how long, I mean, they're in the middle of working a bunch of stuff. It's not like Philip with Kimmy can just be replaced with somebody else. I think Kimmy would notice um, with uh, Ben and Deidre and, or Deirdre and everybody else that they're having these relationships with and stuff.
1: Plus, I mean, the, they the moment they show their dissatisfaction with being spies in the US, they're instantly qualified to be counter spies, to defect, in my mind. So they're instantly candidates to be like just eliminated. It'd be much easier for the Russian government to just eliminate them.
2: Well, I know. It's yeah. They're, what are they going to do in expendable. Russia that's
1: helpful to the cause of the Communist Party? Maybe maybe something, but I mean, they seem, they seem now a dangerous liability if they're, two, okay, it's going to take two years, but we'll get you back. What if something happens in those two years where they get an offer to defect? They know that they don't want to be there anymore.
0: Well, yeah, but we have the same kind of thing with William, too, though, right? I mean, William wanted to go home, and they were going to let him go home. So I don't think it's necessarily that they won't let them come back home for the most part. but. I do think them discussing it. I completely agree with you when they're discussing it as a hypothetical. That's kind of crazy talking to Claudia about, hey, maybe we're thinking about this, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Th- I don't know that William was already home. Yeah, you know, they may have done something to him too before he made it back home.
2: I don't. Yeah.
0: know. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. They haven't. Sh- well, but I mean, Gabriel went home, but I don't know. I don't don't know how that would work out.
2: Yeah, Gabriel went home nice and easy, like.
0: And quick.
2: Yeah. Well, as far as we know, he could have been planning that for a year. You just never know.
0: Well, then Oleg and Russell and the interrogator are speaking with Colonel. And the Colonel has spoke to the prosecutor and got Rakova released. And Oleg's very grateful.
2: Isn't that funny? And before, he was just kind of blowing him off about her. And but I he think,
0: did listen to Oleg. I
2: think he was trying to soften what was coming next. Is what I think.
0: You I think, think he knows what's coming?
2: No, I think he was his his coming remarks. Oh, I think okay. he said, "Hey, you know what? I listened to you, and you know what? We got that girl off based on what you said. Good job. Oh, by the way, uh, Femina's boss. We were told to lay off her. Sorry, somebody on the higher ups kind of brushed us off. Some general. I think, yeah. yeah, I think they were. I think they. He was trying to make that little nugget more palatable
0: so what's he saying
2: well he's saying that uh fomina was right they the thing goes a lot higher
0: and they're not gonna be able to do anything about they're it
2: they're not gonna be able to do anything about it and then of course later on when oleg's talking to his dad he even alludes to that i think i'm just going to shoot for the middle from now on it's easier to get things done there go too high and you can't get anything done
0: So, is that over? Are we now done with the corruption in the food, even think, though nothing's I changed?
2: So. I think I think that, that operation is over because they got as high a reaching a conviction as possible. Like, but that
0: was nothing. They but, got nothing.
2: But in this country, they go as high as they can. And once they get a senator or a congressman, they're really happy. And they prosecute them and they indict them.
0: Yeah, but this was a secretary for somebody. I mean, no, this was nothing. No, no.
2: Fomina had a boss who was plugged into this general who was told by the, or the general maybe wasn't even plugged in, but somebody on the committee had some had some sway, it was somebody who was being, got too close to this thing or was involved with it. And he went to his buddy on the central committee and said, hey, tell this general to tell this colonel to tell this <laughs> Oleg and Ruslin to, you know, stand down and uh, leave, leave our people alone. They let Fomina take the fall, and she was a scapegoat. You know, job well done. Now, you know, go back to work. Find a new project. That's what I think. What do you think, Mike?
1: I still see this showing up on Oleg's family's doorstep somehow. This, this investigation leading somehow
2: close to Igor and his crew or his...
0: I don't think it's going to anymore.
2: They made it pretty clear that Igor was... Uh, Squared he, away. He does not eat at the trough, in his words. Never did and never will. Yeah. But, but but you could be right. There could be something he's not telling Oleg and he's trying to present that front. So you could you could be right.
0: Yeah, but I I I bought what Igor was saying.
2: I trust no one. <clears throat> well no, especially nobody named Igor, are you kidding? Okay. Or Ivan. Igor Ivan, you are out, man.
0: Hmm. What about Sven?
2: Sven's okay, but okay. a little gay. Isn't it funny
1: how Oleg didn't believe this? He had to go and actually see her back at work just to make sure she was really off the hook
0: think he necessarily did that to see it I think he or to 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 believe it but I felt like he did it because he wanted to see her there didn't you I mean he like goes there and he sees her working and he smiles because he knows the impact he personally had in this woman not going to jail and I think that felt good to him and I felt like he really just wanted to to visualize. I think he that.
2: also <clears throat> I think he also realized when he saw her and know and, and the the world keeps spinning the wheels keep turning this thing's going to keep on going I can't even make a dent here.
0: Well that's a good point. I didn't think about it like that.
2: Yeah,
1: I like that it would make oh. him happy to see her <clears throat> back in like her normal routine that just made him ha- feel some little bit of happiness.
0: I agree. I really like Oleg and I like him more and more. I think as we go along,
2: he may even want to get in the black market food business himself. I can see rustling with an apron. Can't you?
0: No, no. Okay. Then we go to where, uh, Oleg's talking to his dad. Now tell me about this whole scene.
2: Oleg's having a stand moment, you know, what does it all mean? I just, you know, I just can't, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not worth it anymore. Um, He said he was going to aim for the middle. He's going to, going to aim for the middle of the organization instead of the top of the organization. Well, he tells his dad. The bottom people, like in his words are just trying to keep, get things done. And his dad said, yeah, you know, that's the way it's always worked here. People just trying to get by. They're
0: just trying to make it work.
2: And then you go too working high with what they have. and you run into somebody who's got somebody on a central committee blocking for him. Can't get anything done there. So he's just going to aim for the middle where you can actually, you know, do something. And his dad's, uh, his dad, his dad is clearly proud of Oleg and he's, clearly respectful of his position within the KGB. Hey, look, I don't want to make you talk. I know. I think
0: he's worried for Oleg too. Oleg says that he got somebody out of jail that they'd been investigating that didn't deserve what they were going to do to her. So you can tell, and you know that Oleg likes having been able to do that. And, He says it's not fair that the higher-ups, present company accepted, are terrible and they take the bread that people are supposed to eat and make a fortune off of it. And I was never sure that um, Igor was a good guy, right? I never knew. But it's like you said just a minute ago, Mike. I think he really was a good guy. I think he is a good guy. Um, And his dad asked him— Go ahead.
1: I don't think he's as powerful as you guys might think, though. I think he's like he's saying, I'll do everything I can to protect you. I'll crush people just to keep you safe, even though I couldn't keep your mother safe. I think he may be vulnerable to some of this stuff that's getting investigated. Um, can he really keep himself that safe? He's, he's projecting that he can keep Oleg safe. And he's the, the, just the fact that he says it's not dangerous for me, that makes me think that it is dangerous for him. Yeah. I don't know. I
2: don't know. Assume.
0: I don't know. I kind of believed that, that he's above the reproach of this. I believed him. His dad? Y'all didn't? Yeah. That his dad would not get in trouble and that whatever I, I Oleg was in. I believe him too.
2: And I want to believe him, but you just never know because, you know, he could be claiming one thing to, to keep Oleg insulated and actually be involved in something uh, that Oleg might end up investigating later.
1: I don't well, think Oleg but, will investigate him but I think some somebody I mean the Oleg working with people that don't trust him they're they're all at each other's throats I mean I don't know Kind of like your
0: job Mike
2: Yeah <laughs> Yeah kind of like the day for me
0: <laughs> But they talk about and and drop off and Brezhnev and all all that stuff they're talking about what was going on and who was caught up in the you know, corruption and what they were trying to do about it. And that stuff was like, honestly, a little over my head. Everything oh, that they was were great. talking about. Those
2: old names, Brezhnev. Remember Brezhnev and Nixon in the 70s, Mike?
1: Yeah, I remember Brezhnev. Um, they dropped another name in there, Grecian. I don't remember that name. I
2: it, don't remember him either.
1: Somewhere, Somehow he was between Brezhnev and Andropov, or, and Dropoff was between him and... Brezhnev,
2: I couldn't. Yeah, there was one in there really quickly. You remember, they they put that guy in, and he was only there for like twenty minutes, and they replaced him. I don't, I can't, I can't remember maybe which one that it was. Maybe the
1: Grecian guy, but maybe that he says Igor says, Andropov wanted to fix it, the system. So, I don't know what Andropov did. I'm, I'm not a very good politician, political historian for. You were
0: when you were seven. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, me me either. That's why all that was kind of foreign to me. I would have had, well, obviously, but I would have had to have definitely read more about that, which I did not do. But Oleg tells him that this is not about what he's been working on, his trouble, the fact that they came and looked at his room and stuff like that, and he wants his father to stay out of this. I think Oleg might know... That even though his father could probably take care of himself and his family on the food corruption scandal, that he would not be able to protect Oleg, and it would take him down as well when Oleg is finally charged with high treason, which is what they're trying to do. But that was just my take on that scene. Did y'all think something else?
2: Nope
1: um i'm i'm not sure that oleg is only worried about himself bringing harm to the family i think oleg is seeing other the process of how they investigate people and i think he's worried that that process may reach up to his father because his father you know they they don't have steel for their train line so who knows what they're doing to divert steel away from that and sell it for more somewhere else or do whatever. It seems like it'd be pretty easy to to get steel from somewhere if you're a government, right? But it takes them two years to get steel for new train lines for Igor's line of work in the transportation ministry. Yeah. It seems like that's the same problem as the food problem. And they're all, they're all in the same game, essentially.
0: Well, I, I certainly didn't look at it like that, but I did feel like that, Oleg is worried about what they're trying. I mean, they basically told him, We think you had something to do with William getting caught, and he did. And so I think he's afraid they're going to piece that together. And I think he's afraid that even if they can't piece it together, that he's going to pay the price for that. So I think he doesn't want his father involved in that. And I feel like he's probably worried about his mother should something like that happen, because we've talked about it time and again that, you know, his brother's gone, and that's all they have left. Do
1: so. you think Oleg, I mean, this is kind of a wild theory, but do you think Oleg might ever take his own life just to just to remove harm from his family? His mother won't have to ever go back to the jail she was once in. He knows what the jail was like, and he doesn't want to go there. And then he, he does a kind of a romantic, I think it's the next scene, right? He walks around the streets of his city just with no purpose, just kind of romantically looking at it like, ah, oh, this is my my. Goodbye, saying goodbye to my home.
0: Well, I don't know if I said it out loud on the podcast or not, but I know that night that Oleg went up on the, on the rooftop and took that note that he had gotten from the CIA and he took it and tore it up and burned it up there. I thought he was going to jump off the roof that night. I thought that was going to be the end of Oleg. So I certainly can't say that I don't think Oleg is capable of doing that because I absolutely thought that's what he was going to do. However, in that scene you're talking about, I felt like Oleg looked resolute about something. And I I feel think, like he, I think he, he
1: looked like forlorn, like this is sad and I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm leaving this. Like they need some, they need a nuclear event to happen in episode 13 to send the season off. And the Oleg being outed or killing himself would be a pretty profound um, bellwether for the end of this season.
0: Yeah, or I don't think
2: Oleg's going to kill himself.
0: Well, like, like I said, I thought he might that night up on the rooftop when he was doing that. I thought he was going up there to. Nah, end it.
2: he's got he loves himself too much. But I thought he's too good with the chicks. I mean, he's not going to.
0: But he didn't like the ones his father picked out.
2: For. No, he didn't like them. I I the thought
0: that Oleg might be considering um, defecting because they showed him like standing on that bridge looking over russia and it was a beautiful scene by the way and i thought he might be thinking about you know leaving and coming back because he doesn't know that much about you know the specific corruptions that we're hearing about or maybe not corruptions but the Bad things that are going on with Stan and the FBI and how they pressure Stan and all that. He he's not on the inside of that, so maybe he thinks he'd do better being here or something. But I mean, that would kill his mother too. Him doing that, what would that do his father? That's what
2: I think. I think he's thinking about coming back to the United States. Do you? Yeah,
1: but that would that would bring more trouble to his parents. He
2: would look like a traitor. Well, coming- maybe in a, an official capacity. Okay, all right. Because it was his—he elected, remember, to go back to Russia. It was his. I
0: don't think they'll let him go back now, it, though.
2: It was his move. Well, they might not. But remember, his dad claims to be real powerful. So if he if he wants to go back, and his dad does have that power, I think he could go back, and I, th- I think we're going to see him back in America.
0: I don't know that's just kind of the thought I got, but maybe maybe he just i don't know disappears or something and ends up back here. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what they'll have to do with him
1: no, if he kills if dead. he kills himself, he takes a lot of pressure off his i mean it's to horrible sadness for them, but he takes all the suspicion away from you know
0: but does he really because then he looks even more guilty.
1: he's
2: not gonna kill himself all right you don't we'll think see. okay.
0: <laughs> Okay, then we're back in snowy, dark blue uh, fishbowl Russia, and Misha's having dinner with his uncle and the family, maybe. <laughs> with some family, he thinks is his uncle anyway. He's offered more fish, and he goes to take it, and did you see how they were looking at him? Something wasn't right about that. Yeah. He's- yeah, I, like
2: I, I noticed that like
0: how can you be so greedy as to take more fish at this dinner that you're being offered? There's um a boy at the table that would be his cousin, I guess, and he's eight and Misha has lost count of how old he is. The boy wants to be a cosmonaut and they joke around a little bit and playfully banter back and forth about that. And then the boy says they are supposed to ask about Uncle Misha. And then they say Misha says he lives abroad and is a hero and he's not supposed to ask about him either. That's what um, Misha says about Misha, his father. And the brother says he was always smarter than him, smarter than anyone. And if Misha's like him, that's good enough. Okay, what's going on? Somebody's got to explain this to me because I am completely lost. Now, we had Misha in like episode one and two. Yeah. And now Misha's back in some weird capacity. I have no idea what's going on with well, Misha.
2: he got a job, you know, with some benefits and a dental plan. And you know, he's working his, working his job and living his life. No, what's going dinner on with, with the that? family. I mean, you what's know. What's going just,
0: on with that? Come on.
2: Russian life. Life in the Soviet Union.
0: What's going on? Really? Why are but, they showing us
2: this? It's a spinoff show after the Americans is over. <laughs> Misha and the gang.
1: Better call him Misha.
2: Better call Misha,
1: exactly. I don't know. It's when you, it's like when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. It's like looking for conspiracies everywhere. But if this was, this would have been a good way, theoretically, to trap Misha. Make, you know, here's your long lost uncle and your cousin. And, here you know, tell us what all about everything you know about your dad.
2: That's a great point. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah. Other than, I mean, you got to figure what it means in the plot. Like, why did the writers put this in? There's only, there's one episode before the end of the second you know, this last, next season is the last season, so you know it's got to mean something about what's already happening. It's not something really new, so I don't know. It might be a little bit of an entrapment for Misha.
0: Yeah, I think it's got to be something, and I, I, I keep thinking that Misha's brother died, and I don't know why I thought that, and I really should have looked it up, but I didn't really think about it again. But um, I thought his brother died. Am I am I completely crazy?
1: I I don't remember. I know he was in the Afghan War. I thought that was Misha, and then he got he got. No, that
0: was Misha. Yeah, that was Misha. But I thought I'm I'm sorry, not Misha's brother. Well, Misha Phillips' brother.
2: I thought he died when he was young. I thought he did too. I think I I think I remember something about that. Maybe he had another brother. I don't
0: know. No, there was only the two of them. Well,
2: maybe Mike's right, and I was thinking that earlier. They're they're bringing in a ringer. What, so this kid's
1: name is Misha and Philip is Misha, right? They're both Misha. Right, the, right, the, right. The Philip kid Misha was in the Afghan war and got safely out of it, right?
2: Yeah. Misha yes. Jr. was in the army and served in Afghanistan. So there's, yes. it's not like there's another son of Philip somewhere. Well, who knows? But no, yeah, I don't think so. If it's around, there could be.
1: Uh, I, I would guess somebody knew that Misha did this traveling back to the U.S. and found out about it, and now they want to figure out who what he was up to.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, isn't it awful funny in the 11th hour here to bring in uh, Philip's brother? Right. I don't know. It's just really odd. Okay, well, then Philip and Elizabeth, disguised as the Eckerts, are discussing how the kids would do in Russia, who they would talk to, and all that kind of stuff. and Elizabeth in her narcissistic way thinks Paige would like it once she got used to it. Because of course you would like being in a blue fish tank with people who you can't speak to and there's no food versus 1980s America, which everybody who's ever lived during that time knows it was the absolute greatest like (laughs) decade
2: that there was. uh, They're really talking themselves into this. They're really fooling themselves and, 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 Just glossing it over. They're not. They're not being realistic about the kids' enthusiasm for this move. I don't think.
0: Well, there doesn't seem to be a whole huge lot to like about Russia from what they're showing us over there, Rod. Right? I mean, you're you're looked at disapprovingly if you take an extra piece of that white fish at dinner.
1: But they don't I mean, know. They don't know that. Philip and Elizabeth don't know that things have gotten this that's bad. That's true.
2: Yeah, they may think it's
1: though. When we were kids, we worked hard and we had a happy. You know, they weren't that happy, I guess. But they, you know, they're not in the military. Maybe they think Henry and Page could be theoretically happy in the simple, you know, political environment that they approve of.
0: Well, then they have the little moment where uh, Philip's asking if they'd go around Ma- Moscow as Paige and Henry Jennings. And Elizabeth says they should take his name. And he goes, well, what about you? And she, like, grins at him and nods. So this little tiny amount of romance in the midst of all this crazy stress. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. That was pretty neat.
0: Okay, so then we, we go back and forth with these scenes like the Americans are known to do. Um, Paige is in the garage hanging the punching bag. And for a minute, I didn't know what Paige was hanging and why she was hanging it. And I was really concerned.
2: Pastor Tim was in that bag? For, no,
0: no. I thought Paige might be hanging something to hang herself. I'm really... Oh,
2: no, I knew what she was doing.
0: That I, well, I mean, you might have. I didn't. I was I was concerned because of the way she took off the necklace and threw it away, just like nothing mattered anymore. And, um, she's kind of been saying stuff, not in a whiny way, but in a real teenage way of Henry knows what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I've got all this on me. I don't know where I'm going. Pastor Tim was talking to her at the very beginning of this episode about college. She really hadn't even thought about college or anything, which I guess is good because you know, the college in Russia is probably, you know, the university is good. Um, I don't know. But I was really worried when I saw her doing that. But um, yeah, she's, Elizabeth- happy.
1: she's happy now. She's sleeping. I wasn't that worried. I didn't think she was going to do anything like hang herself. She's, she's relieved of the burden of, like, dealing with Tim. She's not, like, frustrated throwing away the crucifix. Like, screw th- It's just, like, relief. Like, ah, oh, this weight is gone. I, you know, I don't know. I think she's better off now than she's ever been.
2: Yeah. Well, she would have Russia,
1: but she's better. Well, I, I
0: don't disagree with you about that, but I was just thinking that, you know, I was thinking something big was going to happen in this episode, I guess. And how ironic would it have been if they were with Twan Trying to save Pasha while Paige was actually doing it back home. Yeah. I don't know. That that was just kind of where, where my mind was going with that for just for a minute though. But um Philip and Elizabeth, as the Eckards, go into Twan's house and he immediately says, I think it's done. And he goes into this whole thing about how he's taught Pasha how to cut his wrist and only hit vein. And not arteries, so he'll bleed out slowly, so they'll take him seriously. I mean
2: And Elizabeth's got that look of horror all over her face.
0: Elizabeth and Philip are Beavis and Butthead and looks.
2: You did what? Yeah, it's perfect. And if he dies she'll go back and if if he doesn't die, they'll they'll be forced to take him back. I help him write a note. This is perfect, it's gonna work. And Elizabeth and Philip had a quick powwow and decided, no, nope, we're gonna nix this and went back and and did you
0: notice the clock though i mean it's like two minutes till seven when this went on
2: elizabeth went in there and you know became elizabeth and took charge of pasha i'm sorry took charge of twan and made him make the call nobody answered and they headed over
0: and philip takes off
2: yeah he's, he's he's going over there he's
0: not waiting and Elizabeth is trying to catch up with him because the, the cars yeah. out there, the Honey, stakeout
2: car FBI surveillance right. here.
0: FBI surveillance. pretend like you like me yeah. because you know, we can't look like we're rushing to someone's aid here. It's going to mm-hmm. look funny.
2: I'll get it. Russian to somebody. Russian. Aid. There you go. Yeah.
0: Um, so they're walking toward the house very, very swiftly and, the stakeout guy looks at him, and that's the end. They end the episode on that. High tension, didn't you think?
2: I did.
1: I think the kid is going to be, they're going to be too late for Pasha. But I hope that's not the big fantastic finish that they think everybody's expecting.
0: Well, no, because I mean we've heard Pasha say, what, maybe five sentences the whole time? I mean, it's not like we're uber invested in him not that we want anything to happen to poor pasha i mean i think we are you know we all feel bad for pasha but it's not like we're invested in him as a character so i agree with you mike i definitely hope they're not so any other insights on episode 10 the world council of churches
1: episode 12 right
0: i'm sorry yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm my, my episode count is just all over the place. I've got it written down 12 different ways on this. I don't know what I was doing. It's very right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's late. It's because some of our, our podcasts are 10 and some are 13 episodes.
0: Right, right. Well, normally I change them when I'm making my notes, but sometimes I forget, so I, I forgot. Yeah, so episode 13, the finale next week, is entitled The so- Soviet Division... Hmm. Did you guys watch the upcoming episodes?
2: The upcoming scenes? I mean, the
0: upcoming scenes in this yeah. episode.
2: Yeah. You just fall apart, aren't you? I'm just... What episode? I don't what
0: know just, what's going on.
2: Episode or a scene? I don't know. Hey, did you have a stroke?
0: No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Um, okay. They're giving Gennady a lie detector test, test, asking if he's acquainted with any Soviet security agencies, and he replies, yes.
2: Yeah, he is. The so that player. was pretty yeah the hockey player he carries mm-hmm. he carries mail for him of course he's supposed to say yes
0: Elizabeth's telling Tuan that there's something he should know and then they cut the scene and then she comes back and she says you're not going to make it and I listened to this like twelve times Cl- closed captioning won't come up, come up on our TV on the upcoming scenes but it did not sound like He's not going to make it, which is what I was thinking. They were thinking about, you know, talking about Pasha, but she was saying, you're not going to make it. And, you know, they don't usually give us a lot on these upcoming with the last ones, but they gave us a lot of little scenes in this. Well, Evgania, they,
2: they just think they just, she's to trick.
0: Well, Evgania's walking the Eckerts inside. It looks like they've just gotten there and she's calling for Pasha saying, your friends are here. It looks like Paige and Elizabeth are sparring, doing their little spar thing that they do. Um, the lie detector guy, it looks like, is saying there's a problem. An ambulance takes off with lights flashing. Elizabeth is looking at Philip sadly. Someone is holding a tape, I think. It looked like maybe, you know that little tape? thing that they put in the bottom of Kimmy's dad's thing. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like that or a lighter, like a cigar lighter, but I'm assuming it was a tape. And we hear Elizabeth's voice saying one day it will all come crashing down with this huge overhead view of what looks to be their car driving down the roadway in their beautiful tree-lined neighborhood.
1: So, okay, so I'm saying the you're not going to make it is anger at Tuan for inciting Pasha to kill himself. And I'm saying the ambulance is for Oleg. So Oleg? There. Put it in chalk on the chalkboard.
0: <laughs> put it in chalk. In the tribal land <laughs> chalkboard. <laughs> that can be erased very easily and changed. Yeah, put it in pencil and only press down lightly.
1: I'm doing it in Sharpie on mine.
0: Ooh, Sharpie. Okay. Any predictions on your end, Mike? What mm, do you think? Never. Never. You don't believe in these?
2: Nope. I'll okay, but
0: but what do you think is going to happen? What do you? How do you think? What's the big end to this series or to this uh, season? Because next
2: I week? have no clue. They've been so, uh, like you guys alluded early on, with they've been so vague and and mundane here for the last several. Episodes, so anything can happen. And I think Mike's right. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna off somebody, or maybe even a couple, couple.
0: What if they don't players. do anything?
2: Well, then I guess we'll <laughs> only have to suffer through one more season.
0: Then we'll have like the next season with maybe two listeners, because everybody will have given up.
2: Everybody will have bailed. I don't know. I think, I think this shows stands on its own merits. I think, I think, I think, I hope that the finale is good, but I, I have no predictions to make, especially on those damn upcoming scenes.
0: They've, they've become many of the shows. I think, um, Game of Thrones really started it, but many of the shows, the penultimate episodes are the big ones.
2: Yeah. That's what you've always told me, but this certainly was, this
0: not. Di- was not. And it felt kind of flat to me.
2: I, you know, that, that scene with the hockey player coming in was worth watching the whole damn thing for me. I really enjoyed
0: it. That was that. really good. Yeah,
2: I like that. And finding out what they had on Oleg, because up to this point, we didn't know what their thought process was. We didn't know what they were after. We didn't know what they had on him. But really, all they've got was a puzzle, a puzzle and the pieces they had, put in the get, they had put together of the puzzle of, um, you know, how William Crandall got out it. So that's what, that's, that's what their, their whole thing. Was. I don't
0: like it when they do that. I know I said that earlier, but I don't like it when they're somehow able to piece together exactly what happened from these, like, um, they, they should not well, be able to know that it's
2: a theory. They don't, they don't know that it happened. They just, they just happened to hit on what happened. I know, you know, but I would
0: feel like it was so much more believable if they would get like 80% of it. Right. But yeah, then the of it, 20% of it, of it screwed no, you're up. Right.
2: That, that's more realistic. But at least now they've closed up that loose end. And we know why. Why are they investigating Oleg? Why are they coming after him? Now we know. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's going to be really ironic when Tim's alive and Oleg's dead. That's all I got to (laughs) say.
0: Very, very sad. I mean, not that I necessarily want to see Tim get it or anything, but I mean, you know, Tim's with the wife, and the wife's got to go too if he goes, right? I mean, she's certainly not oh, going to yeah. be no, left. She's and then what's going to happen with Claire Louise, the little baby? That
2: is Foster care. Boa
1: constrictor. Argentinian <laughs> snake's going to get him.
0: Not funny. Good grief.
1: Well, thanks for okay. staying up so late, you guys. I know it's like Eastern time for you. I'm, it's still light out here in California.
0: Yeah, well, brag about it. It's yeah, like middle of the night this. here. Yeah, we're. <laughs> I'm about to go make some eggs and bacon here, but... um. So we'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight at Tribal Rant and West Coast Project. You can find us on Facebook. Um, Just look for Tribal Rant and West Coast Project. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so subscribe to us there. Uh, Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. All this information is on TribalRant.com and WestCoastProject.com. You can always email us or leave us a message. And give us a chat on Twitter. I'm at Michelle from TN.
2: And I'm at Mike from TN. And I'm at Dead Oleg Tn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you keep not giving your Twitter name. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start putting up the Twitter names you say because that's hilarious. But um, you guys have anything else? Nope. Think we covered it. Okay. Nope. Well, then we'll see. What's that?
1: Nope. See you next week. Okay.
0: We'll see you next week for uh, the finale, the Soviet Division.
2: Thanks for joining us, Mike. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mike. A
0: lot of fun. Okay.
2: Bye-bye. Bye.